Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Oh, yeah. Hey everybody, it's your boy Robbo back again with, uh, as always, with my co-host for the Robbo Report, Steel Saunders. How you doing, Steel? I am great, Robbo. I'm very excited to be talking to you again on this. Um, this is actually normally the Robbo Report is a Patreon exclusive, but this is a. I think this is episode twenty-four. So it is yes. on the main feed, and if you missed the last episode on the main feed, we are doing a commentary of the Mandalorian series, and this episode we're doing episode two, The Child. Which is my, my favorite episode of the show, so you're going to get an unusually and uncharacteristically positive Robbo. So Really? I was thinking as I... um. Did some reminiscing about this episode. I think this could be my least favorite episode. Really? Yeah. Ebony and Ivory, living in perfect harmony, if you call what this podcast is harmony, which I wouldn't. Which one am I? It's hard to say. Yeah, yeah. There's no right answer to that question. No, there is not. There's lots of wrong well, answers. Well, there's, <laughs> there's a right answer, but it negates the other correct answer. <laughs> the right answer is just mumbling and walking away. <laughs> yeah. Um, so how this works is you can, uh, watch along with us on Disney plus, or you can, you know, if you've seen the episode a bunch of times, which I'm sure you have, or even if you haven't, we, you know, we'll talk our way through it. You can, you can listen in. I know, um, Rowan Strang, he, um, instead of pressing play on the video player, he commented on the Patreon page that he honked his horn. Um, that is like, was that like an accident? It was like an involuntary reflex or was it he's trying just, to, just trying to get in on the fun? Okay. All right. So, um, I want to give a shout out to all our horn honkers out there in traffic, listening to the uh, commentary. Yeah. Drive, drive safe. Honk that don't, horn. Like, don't blame me. Like, because there will be insights aplenty and hilarity will ensue and you may take your eyes off the road. Okay. I don't want to be responsible for that. All right. So um, if you are going to watch along, this is what you got to do. Get to your Disney Plus and um, don't go to themandalorian.com. That will not take you to the, um, to the episode in question or any episode for that matter. Go to DisneyPlus.com. Click on Star Wars. Click on The Mandalorian. Hit Chapter 2, The Child. Then press play, then press pause, and drag the player back to um, zero zero zero, 
And then when I go one, two, three, play, hit play on play. And that was the test. That was the test one. So sometimes Robert likes to press play on yeah. that one. But now, see, ho- the way you said it, it was clear from your voice. Well, that you- I had to go out of my way to make it very clear to um, get the message across that this was merely a, uh, a warning, one, two, three, play. And not. Oh, I just did it. Is that <laughs> kidding? Um. So, your favorite episode, Robbo? This is going to be exciting. Favorite episode. Okay. Um. I feel like I've got the volume at a good uh, angle. I know. Um. Last episode, the first version was a little bit misbalanced. Robbo was a bit louder than me, but then I um I posted up a new episode, a new version which is more balanced and has been met with much joy. And Personally, by- I prefer the first version where I just like <laughs> overpower you. <laughs> Makes it sound like you're just like submitting to my will. Like, oh, your thoughts are so great, Robbo. Please. I'm, 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 I've been stunned into silence with your genius, Robbo. <laughs> or it sounds like if it's really quiet, I just sound like a lunatic. Yeah, well, either way. Um, are you ready, Robo? I am. One, two, three, play. Disney. Logo. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Nice. The synchronicity. Yeah, don't skip the recap, you guys. Oh, it's no. very disrespectful. Love the recaps. Let you know what you got to. Um, you know, it gives you hints at who you're going <laughs> to see in action for the next episode. Yeah, you got to do it. You got to do the recap. Love it. Raids across the land. You know, like, there's not enough medallions in Star Wars. Oh, God. Medallions are, are that's, a, I mean, if capes can be a thing, if, like, what, what Emily Lind is to capes, I want to be to medallions. <laughs> you like a medallion? What about that? Didn't Mon Mothma have some weird award around her neck? I think she did, yeah. I don't know what that was. How have they not sold? This is the problem with Lucasfilm. They're not, they're not licensing to the right people. How can I not buy a pram in the shape of the child's? Come on. You know, I think that that would be like the anything that any product you sell for, for babies is like a legal nightmare, like a regulatory nightmare. It's very difficult because the second one kid dies, everybody loses their damn minds. Yeah, they get and sensitive <laughs> about those kids. It's as, if, it's as if we find uh, infants uh, precious or something. I don't get it. Uh, Alright, we're into the episode. Oh, yeah. We've skipped past the masks. We didn't skip past it, we just ignored it. And we've got a, a very realistic looking CGI wizard. Tremendous. Love that it. could be a real wizard painted for all I know. And um, we're in the trench with uh, the Mandalorian walking along with his floating child. And we're, you know, this is, this is, this fresh, like, this fresh isn't like assisted high. listening for the blind. Okay, feel. sorry. You don't have to me. describe the scene. Well, I'm just getting people have. in the mood. This, we're, we're fresh off the buzz of um, Baby Yoda, Yoju, if you will. I think everyone was uh, chomping what? to see a bit more. What was your, what's your opinion of the just the floating uh, baby carriage? just don't like it when he's in dangerous areas. Like when he goes into the town and he's just letting it float behind him. Yeah. But, but this, like just him walking somewhere like casually and it floating with him, I love. And those little lizards like running around is, that's some good Star Wars. Right. 
Now, apparently, you can see one of these guys in his helmet reflecting. Oh, is that him? Oh, oh there he is. Yeah, you see yes. him jumping over. Yeah. Oh, man, that, that is, is good, good okay, cinematography. Rick Fumiua, I believe, is how you pronounce his name. And I, I, I hope Rick is listening because he's my favorite Rick in all of Star Wars. Oh, how dare you? McCollum or die. <laughs> No, I am I am ride or die from the U. Like this, his his episodes are fantastic. What and that kind of di- that kind of note is incredible direction, right? Like you see the reflection in the helmet, like it's, the way it communicates. The it's showing off about how good you are. But, okay, um, what, so what's, the, what's the other one that Rick shoulder? directed? What's the other one Rick directed? It was the the Bill oh. Burr one. Ah, nice. And then we see the uh, the disintegrator, right? Which do you think Boba and, Fett could have disintegrated Han Solo in the holiday special with that same weapon? If he, ha- I, I suppose so. Lucky for Han, things could have gone really different. Yeah. See, I like. I, I'm not a big fan of the disintegrator because I think it's too powerful a weapon to have in a little rifle. But his his use of it, like if you only had like a couple of those ever to use, because right. that guy was actually gonna like do bad things to the child. I feel like that's good use. I'm more interested in what this tool is right here. This seems like a really useful thing. It's like a glue gun for flesh. Yeah, you don't really. I mean, it really is just like a an LED that flashes. All right, they so don't even bother to do any effects for it, which I think is very like. It reminds me of the little weird thing, the the light that Yoda steals in Empire. Yes, but uh, we're going to get some foreshadowing here, Robo, of uh, Baby right. Yoda or Yoju, if you will's healing power. Right, which predates the rise of Skywalker and all that by two days. Yeah, I mean, this is people say, oh, this is a new force power. And it's it's really not. Um, It's been around for a while. It just has different incarnations. You never see. I don't think there's any account that I can remember of somebody using the force to like actually knit somebody's open wounds. But there's plenty of accounts of Luke Skywalker has a has a uh, it's a great old time just putting people in Jedi healing trances. He can just trance out anyone he wants and they wake up, you know. A day later, totally feeling fine and all that, and it's uh, and that's taken from the the old uh, '80s Western games RPG. So th- this is all stuff that, and it makes perfect sense. But that's the direct link from the Force to like Dungeons and Dragons. So when you make a, a tabletop role playing game that has a magic like element like the Force, you have to have a healing spell in there. So that's that's where that comes from. You just have to. You have to. No, I'm. I'm not joking. Like you have to because it's. You got to keep the, your friends alive. You know. Oh, all right. So we've. Got oh, there's the little. There's the little telescope. <laughs> Why doesn't he? His mask be able to do that. Uh, I mean, because I. I would say like. Because I don't think they want to show him like articulating any like levers. Like, does, would he control it with his mind? Or would he be constantly like screwing dials on his head? Like, how would it work? All right, so now he's um, exploding Jawas, and he does actually have to reload his little capsule things. So, right. So I'm into that, but it, I don't know. It's... If it just shot regular bullets, you think he could take out like five of them instead of just two or three? But 
and sometimes it does, but I think like his point would be like there's something about seeing somebody burst into nothingness and sparks, which is probably more intimidating just seeing some Jawa get shot. Now, one thing I was querying about Jawas, the off-world Jawas, I'm not sure why they're called off-world Jawas, like the Tatooine's our Earth, but um, is that they also had a sand crawler, but what I heard in a Star Wars Explained video before was these are, are mining vehicles and the mining companies just leave them there, they're not worth taking right. at the end of so, the, at the, the job, so the Jawas... Just grab them. They love them. Right, which this doesn't really follow through with because you notice that, like, the cabin where they are controlling it, which we just saw, is, like, Jawa height. So that isn't really... It would probably be, like, a standard human height because it seems like humans are the generic, like, default species in the galaxy that most things would be built to their specs rather than to little people. They could have modified the the cockpit. Why would they steal? They're going to lower the ceiling or raise the floor? Yeah. No, that's ridiculous. Now you're talking crazy, Steel. We're talking about space mining uh, tanks, not not your imaginary fantasy stuff. Okay. Um, so yeah, no, that's that's right. Um, I don't know where that came from, but I the first time I heard of that was in the Knights of the Old Republic uh, uh, video game, where you go to uh, Tatooine shortly after. There's like a mining bust where the big bad evil corporation in that game the I believe it's Zerka Corp or something like that I don't know they um, they went to Tatooine because there was like a, it was like a gold rush type scenario where they heard there was like valuable minerals and stuff that they could get in the mountains and then so they brought a bunch of stuff and then they realized it was all like a scam and, it, and there was nothing there and then there's like it's more expensive to take the mining equipment with them than it is just ditch it and that's how the Jawas end up getting but yeah, like it. I don't think they're. I think they're not doing that in this one. I don't think. Although, like this again, backwards. this planet could also have mines on it too. Like yes. it's not. That's oh, so cool. I love. I love seeing the uh, the disabled ship, like the ion cannon effect on a person, is pretty neat. But they set it up in this episode because they show you again that there's like electronics hidden behind the panels of his armor. Does he get shot in the shoulder just then? I didn't see I, I it. I don't know, Robo. I don't think so. I don't know. But um, It happens almost once an episode. I love the bizarre Star Wars milkshake that this is, that a Boba Fett with a Yoda is attacking Jawas. Like, it's just like a, a Star Wars fever dream. Beautiful, beautiful white transition there. Oh, it just warms my heart, Steel. Now, this does bug me about this episode, is how much they pulled apart the ship. The ship really seems like it's going to be unusable for a year. If it does. Like, yeah. I, I, I remember when I first watched it, I was like, oh, that's, it's, it's weird they're getting rid of that ship so early. That's uh, like it's an unusable ship now. I'll spoil alert by the end of the episode that the ship works. Um, I don't I think mean, it'll kill. But I, think, I, I think this is one of those things where Star Wars has to, because it's a TV show or movie, uh, it has to visually communicate what's happening because the audience has no actual reference for what a disabled ship looks like. I know. They just couldn't, you know, the fact that it was so see-through. Like it is like, a, it is a hyperspace-traveling automobile before, and you wanted to communicate that the automobile is not going to move anywhere, you'd have to literally take off, like, the tires and remove the engine 
and like bust out the windows and do all kinds of other stuff just so the the audience would understand. But look at that. That, that, that looks like a burnt carcass of a car. If it didn't, people wouldn't understand why he's so like he's acting like this. I think Come I think on. it's necessary. I didn't I didn't need that in the Phantom Menace. And Qui-Gon had to get another hyperdrive. Phantom Menace is not the paragon of how to visually communicate ideas oh, and concepts to the audience. Yeah, right? you Qui-Gon it explained is, it all. It, yeah, it doesn't. It, yeah, that shift, it, it looked fine. And they're like, oh, we need fuel. And they're like, okay, I guess they need fuel. And it's like, we're going to bet everything on this eight-year-old. And they're like, okay, I guess they're going to do that. And it's just, it just, it, don't ask questions. Save that one for the Phantom Menace commentary. Hey, uh, 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 uh you heard it here first. We're going to do it. Not on your life. Um, so we've got the return oh. of, of Queel. Baby Yoda's getting going to eat a little CGI frog. Queel's just like, as a character, I just, anytime he does anything, it's the best. It's, it's, I wonder what it is. Cause it's like something about like the awkwardness of the way the actor has to walk in the costume makes it seem more real even though it doesn't really it shouldn't right like and, and just that it's nick nolte the way he does it and then how honorable the character is i, I love his code of ethics and, and but logical too like he like the things that he values to him they're worth you know making sacrifices for and stuff like that there just aren't for the mandalorian but it's a, a nice contrast because all the Mandalorian understands is got to get more of that money, right? Gotta and that uh, and that's what this you know the very next episode is going to be about is like you know what does it mean to gain the world and lose your soul, etc. So oh, this is so cool. Love that shot. What are they actually dragging there? The Borg is dragging the Mandalorian on. Like some oh, that's the. To it's a, bring back yeah, the to get trailer all to back, bring back. Yeah. Okay, got you. I like that they're living their best life and they've got um, tents on top of the sand crawler. Like I like that they're like um, that Trapper John MD show where he camped out on top of his um, camper van. It's an eighties reference. I think you're talking about Mash, but I think that's I'm thinking no, of a different no, character. No, it's a character that was in Mash that got a spinoff. Yeah. They really ran that show into the ground, didn't they? Come on, we're watching a Star Wars TV show 43 years later. This is so cool. I love them poking their heads out. You don't like that line, right? I I just, like, just because of, like, the weapons of my religion line, just for who else might say that in real life, I don't like it. Yes, I totally get that. That's why I like uh, Star Wars because it can take a lot of things that would be very distasteful if you said it and re- did it in real life. Like, for instance, if these Jawas weren't Jawas, if they were like you know indigenous peoples <laughs> to this planet, and it was all taking place on Earth, you would not think the same way about this character and their interactions, right? It, but it allows you to deal with some of that stuff without touching like live wires in real in real life mm. i just i just don't like it when it's like that could be a catch for like oh we love that character because guns are his religion so now we've got him uh they're losing his cool with these jawas 
got some excellent subtitle work here. <laughs> that, that, is, that is such an overreaction. Sounds like a Wookiee and he flamethrows them. Yeah, it's it's interesting watching this episode after seeing the end and seeing like what kind of person he kind of subtly, slowly becomes, where he wouldn't do that in episode eight, right? One would hope. No, like he wouldn't do that to like uh, he he distrusts uh, IG Eleven, but he recognizes that his own prejudices maybe like coloring his his ideas of things in a sense like he, the child awakens as something in him that he's been pretending wasn't there but he, he can no longer deny it he's still a lot like han solo in that way don't you think that you know they changed the color of the jawa's eyes they, they, they could have done something else about the robes just to make it i mean they just made him gray like they're grayish brown instead of regular brown Make them tan or something. Why? Like, I feel like they should look. If if it were me, I would make them look exactly like the tattooing job. Yeah, but why are the eyes different? Then? Uh, I don't know. I think the main reason is just to distinguish that. Oh, we're not on Tatooine, just to remind oh, so people. You just contradict yourself. I I, I do. Also. No, I I'm, I think that's why they did it. Yeah. I wouldn't do it. But I'm. I can. I can put myself in other people's shoes. Deal. I, I would have gone with same colored eyes, different colored clothes. Makes more sense. I would have put them all in like, I guess, how about this? I would put them all in different color clothes. So it looks like they like kind of just worked with whatever they had around. Yes. Um, so they made the deal that they have to get an egg. Get so, the egg. So I've got, what does he bring? <laughs> I, like, obviously it's, it doesn't make any sense why he brings the child except for the storyline. Right. They needed it. Not- but, but logically, probably shouldn't have taken a, uh, a floating crib with you to steal an egg off a dinosaur. No. Unless there's like, you know, th- this is how I, I remember my friend after I first saw uh, the Phantom Menace, like was kind of teasing me because I was trying to defend the movie because I really, really wanted to like it. Right. And I really didn't want it to be bad. And I remember somebody's being like, we're watching it on a video when it first came out, right on video. And he's like, why does Liam Neeson talk like that? It's like, here, Annie, let me clean this cut. And it's like, it's ridiculous. I'm like, well, he's a Jedi. He's weird. Like, he doesn't know how normal people talk. And they're like, I guess. But it looks, it sounds funny. I'm like, yeah, you're right. It does. I don't know. Probably. Wow. I, I can't believe I've just heard a, a new complaint about the Phantom Menace 20 years later. But there's like always my, I guess my point was there's always a way of explaining something. And I was about to do that with why he brings Baby Yoda. I'm like, no, that's stupid. Like, Remember, remember your failure in the VHS tape. Um, God, I love this. I love this episode. It's just got a little bit of everything. There's like a little bit. Of, this is like Alien, right? Doesn't it remind you of the when they're investigating like the the weird asteroid or whatever it is they go to? Yeah. Oh, uh, and then you see the eye open. Oh my god! Just like when the the thing pops. Oh, it's like, I did not expect that to be an eye. I, I tell you what. What did you think it was gonna be? No, I just don't. I didn't appear an eye. I didn't expect an eye just to appear there. I thought it was. Like you thought, a it, rock you thought it was a rectum, didn't you? I know. No, you. no, no, no. I it thought it was disgusting. just a wall. But man, what, what is this thing called? A longhorn? A mudhorn. Mudhorn. He's fighting that. This mudhorn gets a, a raw deal. All, all he's doing, or all she's doing, is trying to protect her child. Her egg. Yeah, we don't know. It's like 
that and then does the, nothing wrong, right? The town punks have got this guy on a mission because they, they want to snack. This is, like, the fact that I think it, it works only because the Mudhorn almost kills the Mando. Like, it's clear that all things being equal, the Mando would be dead. I And th- so... Okay. I, I, yeah, I, go ahead. I, I, I feel like... Because I always just think about, like, the motivation. Because he's sort of just killing the mother of this egg for, because it, it's a mother of an egg. But I feel like he should have been after something not related to the rhino, and that was just an obstacle. Or the no, rhino, the rhino no. had taken, you know, had grabbed something. Or I don't know. But I, I feel like, like you are stealing the rhino's baby. I would do it to get off the planet. I, I don't want to be marooned on this, like, jerk water planet. Like, look at this place. It's a dump. I would I would 100% kill whatever this thing is and take its egg and feed it to the Jawas myself. I would get out a spoon and feed it to them. <laughs> no, no, I don't want to be stranded on, like... I'm not saying I wouldn't do it. I'm just saying that... That was an interesting shot where you can see through the glass yes. on the... Yeah, it's of pretty cool. Okay, go ahead. That Sorry. was great. So he's... I love this. I love this. With the mud horn. Now, this I, I don't like as much. The way that Baby Yoda literally lifts the mud horn off the ground. Because it seems like it's too conscious a thing for him to be doing... Or, or her to be doing. We don't know. And it would, to me, it would be more interesting if the Mudhorn is about to do it and, and, and the baby, like, somehow, like, communicates to it in a way, like, don't, don't. And you don't understand it first. And then it gets out and it goes over and, like, touches it well, and well, makes it, like, docile. And then the Mando kills it. Well, this is the harsh thing to do. Is this then kill it straight after as well. Like, I know he gets the Mudhorn logo. I just don't... Like, he says later on in another episode, it goes, oh, it wasn't an honourable kill or something. Yeah. The, like, not because, like, Yoju helped. It was like... Because all you are doing was trying to steal its egg. But you, you were doing it to complete your... You promised somebody that you would do something for them, and if you don't do everything within your power to finish that... You kind of lie to them just in a following way. Orders. Just following orders. And when has that excuse ever backfired or come back to haunt anybody? Never. Never in history, Steel. Now, look at gorgeous it, Yoju, all passed out from his big force power. That's just so delightful. <laughs> he's just tuckered out. He oh, just, my God. I forgot how short this episode is. I love the I love the look of this egg, the, the shag carpet egg. Yeah, I know a furry egg is so odd. It's gross and awesome. It is. This is like getting close to the uh, the Thala siren on uh, Luke's island levels of gross to me, which I love. Yeah, I love it. Not it's it's gross in a sense that it's not like gross because it resembles something gross in our world. It's gross because it just like communicates this like ickiness. Ugh. But for no reason. Like Very a hairy egg. egg is gross to me. I love this. You're like, ah, we give up. We've given him enough time. Close the giant ass door. I love it when the sand crawler <laughs> the sand crawler door comes down. I think it's so sick. <laughs> it stops. The good Rick steal. The good Rick. McCullum. 
No, Rick Ruiz. <laughs> he is awesome. I swear, like I just the strength of his two episodes on this show. I need to go look at his work because I'm not familiar with it, and I feel like that's my bad. It nah. looks like they're carrying the egg around. It looks like a Wookiee head. Like he came back with a decapitated Wookiee. Oh man, if you if you were like get the Wookiee head, it's <laughs> to get. He has to decapitate a Wookiee. I don't think there's any coming back from that. Now, I just, okay, his knife right there. You can barely see it, but that is a steel uh, a Robo report callback. That is a Gurkha style blade. I talked about Gurkha soldiers. Um, they carry a very distinctive, almost like crescent shaped knife, and that's exactly what they have. Right what there. in real life? In real life, they're okay. real life uh, people. Yeah, go look it up. That um. The sap inside the egg looks delicious. Like a, it looks like a it looks like a Cadbury egg without yeah, the chocolate, like caramel or something. Yeah. Oh man, and, um, I lo- that twist. Did you see that coming? That they were just going to eat it. Oh no! And I love just the like the zaniness of it. It's Super. like you have to go through all that, and then they just chop it off, and then like just gorge it. It's there's no like they don't sit down for dinner. They don't heat it up. They- Rave it They're so much. It's so tasty to them that they cannot wait a second. They could bring it up to the patio on their sunroof up there, underneath those uh, those little umbrellas and stuff, and really make a you know an afternoon out of it. But they don't. They have to eat it now. Now we're getting to some intense close-ups of Yoju sleeping, and just remarkably cute. Now, now they've they got back with this giant pile of metal and this ship that's a skeleton. And I don't know. How, how long does the rest of this episode go for? Three years? How long does it take for him to uh, put together this ship? That's, I, I that's months. a few days. I, that's how I looked at it. I, I looked at this as like about a week. So about four years, you think? Oh, about a week. Okay. Every every ship in Star Wars deal is like a a uh, it's like a 32 Ford Coupe. It's, it's all a jalopy. You can always fix it in about a week. Now... All these scenes of them putting the ship together are at night. Did it take? Did it take one night, or did they only work at night? I think. Look again. I, I think it's the the show is trying to communicate to you that it's, it's overnight. I have, think that's, that's I, what is canonically what's happening. But have I don't. I mentioned that it bugs me how much they pulled apart the ship. Yes, you have. Okay, good. Right. But to me, it's like it's like how long did it take uh, Han and Leia and okay, Chewie okay. Wait, to wait. bring the Falcon to? What? Sorry, when this, they miss a big callback here, when uh, the Mandalorian turns the engine on, both engines. You know what you do? You look to the sky and you go, "It's working! It's working!" Come on, what? Phantom Menace style, Anakin, pod race. I told you about the last time I saw that movie. Oh, gosh. It already happened. So, yeah, like, it's, I think, I think it's, they're trying to tell you that it happened overnight. I don't know why. I think it's a mistake, but it's kind of like how the Falcon somehow travels from the Hoth system to a different star in who knows how long. Like, the the movie makes you think it could be like a, like a day. But it should have been at least like a month or so. Hmm. That's why you don't because you don't mention huh? time in Star Wars, Robo. We've been over this countless times. Yeah, I know. 
It's just so great. The, the little, the weird little salute he gives. <laughs> like, I can't bend my fingers very well in this costume, but this is my salute. He's spoken. Cure. One of the great characters. I mean, really. Who, who, who ranks above Cure? Like, maybe Chewbacca. Maybe 3PO. I, I can't think of many. We're only Grief. thinking of the greats here. Grief. Grief he, he's, he's close, but he's not a... <laughs> he's not a four-foot-tall pig man with Nick Nolte's voice. I don't know, but the way he did shots when they were... Um, that is pretty. That is pretty great. That is look, Kiel died for for, for the baby Yoda's uh, salvation. No one waves like Kiel. He's got the best wave in Star Wars. Like. Another great ship taking off. Oh, and this music! Oh, the music in the show can be really good and really terrible. Oh, dear. No, that's not. Look, Steel. That was funny. Like. 30 episodes ago like it's not funny anymore like it's just it's sometimes the the music is really good and other times I feel like it's very distracting and I cannot put my finger on it it's like doing a podcast with you there's a compliment in there I choose not to see it and I'm moving on okay um this is this is interesting because he's like it shows like he's worried about the baby right like he's shaking the thing like is it now how many times have you done that with your with your child when you first brought your baby home and you're like is it asleep or is it not breathing always at jackie's request sometimes sometimes you just not stop doing that can you just check i would do it i compulsively do it it took me about two months before i stopped doing that I would literally like lick my index finger and put it under his nose to see what I could feel his breath. <laughs> Directed by Famuyiwa, not Famuyiwa, Famuyiwa, not Rick McCall. The good Rick Steele. The other Rick. No, no. Look at the concept drawing of that furry egg. Yeah, I like that. He's like he's really like running with the egg. Like he's going to run out of time. He's got to get it. He, he's he's running like he's got a got ten yards to go on his next down with that egg. This is such a great episode, and it it, it has that, very that, little to do. I'm with... Track down this concept artist that did the razor crest so pulled apart in that painting. What were you thinking, man? Come on, yeah, that, that's who your real beef is with steel. Yeah. I like I like how the uh, mudhorn looks in the concept art a lot better. It looks less rhinocerosy. Yeah, but it, the effect was done super well. It was. It did look really good. It didn't look um, like low quality. Like it's been a lot worse in Star Wars over the years. What I like about Lucasfilm's approach to concept art is they really go all in on just like these are scenes and the whole point of star Wars is to have cool looking scenes. And so you can do concept art for something that doesn't really require it. Like nobody needs concept art. of What does it look like when the Mandalorian is walking back to his ship with the baby? You know what all those things are going to look like, right? You need but something. Should we just go ahead and do the next episode? I could. Could you? I could. I mean, we don't have to, we could cut them up. You got to spread the content out, but okay. Cause mine just started. I'm like, Oh yeah, that one's not so we could do that too. That's just another thirty minutes. All right, we're we're gonna wrap it up. All right, so thanks everybody. Uh, I probably didn't do a good enough job of selling that one as why it's my favorite Star Wars thing since the Last Jedi. 
and maybe even maybe even before or earlier rather but uh it's it's really it's all about just like what moves me the right way and that one did for some reason i don't know how to explain it but for me that was it and <laughs> i don't know why it just was and and thank you good rick for for everything you've done Stop, and you don't have to you don't have to make the ricks compete thank you better rick how about that or like late later rick rick the later how about that Let's thank all the Ricks for all they've contributed. How many are there? There's two, right? Can you think of another Rick? I can only think of one. That's, that's your problem, Steel. McCollum. Oh, my God. Look, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, do you like him for his actual work, or do you just like him for the like documentary footage? What is it? I think it's the document. You just like his perplexed and d- distraught look whenever something bad happens and he can't say that is really bad for everybody but you. <laughs> he I, can't say it. I just, I just like his moxie and his spirit. Uh, yeah. I know. I will stop. I will stop. I'm going to see Liam in Prague. Oh, it's going to be awesome. It's, oh. That's not what I'd call moxie. That's what I'd call like. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mate, you rate rate Moxie your way and I'll I'll rate Moxie my way, all right? To me, Moxie, like, sounds less obviously stoned. That's just how... Like I don't, I don't think you could be that high and have moxie. I think you have like more like a, you have, you have chill, right? He's got a lot of chill, intense chill. <laughs> He's like, like, there is no amount of weed I can smoke that will make me not super anxious about everything that's happening no, right now. No, I feel like he's doing that, but then at the same time having those like Starbucks cans. So he's just got competing forces. Like he's sort of super wound up. trying to up. balance it out. He's it super out. wound up, but relaxed. Well, you seem really high, Rick. It's, oh, no, no problem. Just a second. Uh, it's like got a shotgun, a couple of these uh, Starbucks energy drinks. Oh, those things Woo! are the best. They are liquid gold. Liquid gold. A- anyway, I-, I will stop saying the good Rick. I will start saying my favorite Rick. How about that? Thank you. Compromise? Let's be inclusive with our Ricks, please. Yeah, but... Uh, Rick, I, I, uh, my favorite Rick, if you're listening, I love you. I promise I will get your name right next time. Excellent. Alrighty, Robbo, that was tremendous times. And as we mentioned at the start, this is normally a Patreon exclusive episode. And if you had fun listening to this, you want more Robbo, whether he's just talking about Star Wars events of the day or, uh, doing the commentary for episode one. And straight after this, we're going to record episode three. Join the Patreon. 
you can get all the audio that we've ever done, over 600 shows, for uh, just three bucks a month. And there's, there's regular bonus shows each week. Normally about three or four bonus shows right now. So it's bonusing up just for $3 a month. And uh, you'll get to hear episode three with Robo and the other episodes that we'll do. We're trying to do these so they come out every week, hey, Robbo? Hey, so far, so good, Steel. Hey, can I ask, just before we go, You, um, we just had the, the Clone Wars uh, trailer go up. Are you that excited about that? I don't know what your – what's your Clone Wars um, – what's your stance on the Clone Wars? About, uh, well, I heard about it. Oh, so you haven't watched the trailer? I haven't watched it. I heard that it was up, but it's not really my thing. Um, yeah, uh, it sounds great. Yeah, I hope that I, I hope that people who are I know uh, more than one big fan of that show, and I'm really really happy for them. Uh, shout out to Corey. I hope you're listening. Uh, this sounds like this is everything Corey's ever wanted until it's over, and then he wants six more episodes. So it's it, to me like. This is the trailer to to Corey's glee and joy, and uh, that's that's what I'm looking forward to. Oh my god, Corey! He's definitely already predicting that there's secretly more episodes on the way. So it's you just just he's just going to keep on doubling down. If he stops, who knows? It might dry up. You know, he might got to keep that hope alive. He might end up being the new Dave Filoni if he keeps doubling down. He's only about four announcements away, I feel like. we got too much hair for that. Mm. So, yeah, if you uh, want to check out the Patreon, it's patreon.com forward slash Steel Wars. There's a link in the show notes and a massive shout out to all our uh, Patreon supporters. It's uh, super fun doing the episodes for you and doing the Q&As is uh, really good fun as well. Robbo, where can the good people of the internet find uh some of your star wars opinion in text form well you can check out my twitter feed it's on that horrible website called twitter and it's at gci next and i do uh check out check out my replies because mostly my star wars stuff is replying to other people i, I uh like to uh tell manny boffins out there what i what i'm thinking about <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and king tom i'm more interacting with those people and I've got also got a non-Star Wars related podcast. It's about video games called Hardcore Gaming 101. You can find that wherever fine podcasts are streamed. I just got through the harrowing experience of uh, transferring the feed over to Libsyn, which was a nightmare and uh, made me regret ever plugging in a microphone and recording my voice. It was awful. But now it's up there and, and the damage is done. And... Uh, yeah, um, definitely. If if you like this, you should definitely uh, check out. Uh, you know, give give Steel a couple bucks. Uh, you'll listen to the other shows. It gets weird. It gets crazy. You never know what's going to happen on the Robo Report. But also, even if you didn't like this, check out Steel's Patreon because there's other people's uh, are 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 out are out there on there doing their shows. Uh, King Tom's got the Page Wars, which I really like. Uh, there's there's uh, I just finished a couple days ago the latest Pause in Steel. Uh, Star Wars year by year. Very funny. Very good. Oh, geez, a lot of buddy. great chemistry between you two. Um, great. I think Haas has just like automatic chemistry with just about anyone. He's really good. 
uh, he's he's a natural, as as we say in the podcasting biz, and uh, as I say in the podcasting biz, so long, suckers. <laughs> You do that so well. Oh, A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.